The Viewpoint on SAFM. We are back. We are live. It is SAFM Viewpoint. Professor Mike Brooks, Associate Professor of Mechanical Engineering at UKZN, co-founder of UKZN Aerospace Systems Research Institute. We're talking about the Phoenix 1D that has recently been carrying experimental sensors and cameras into, let me say, orbit for the purposes, among other things, to engage research in science, biotechnology, astronomy, astrophysics, material science, and meteorology, and importantly, to give us critical data as the next frontier in economic development, next frontier in national defense, next frontier in mitigating the impact. Certainly, if climate change is anything to go by, there's a lot of data that is floating about in space that can help us at least advance our collective understanding of what is out there. So let's have this conversation, Mike. Mike, I am concerned in relation to every January, the conversation is always about the metric results in the country. A conversation beyond that one is how many of those who are being celebrated, rightfully so, how many of their peers are not being celebrated? How many of their peers were not even within reckoning of the metric papers that were written? particularly in the national setup as opposed to the IEB, and more importantly, the value of that certificate to institutions of higher learning, to industry, especially in the key disciplines of STEM. I'm not saying key disciplines of STEM because others are not, but key disciplines of STEM in relation to what we are talking about now and how, if at all, our outcomes are anything to write home about. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think that um, if you, you we, we live in a world that is um, increasingly dependent on uh, science and technology, and um, I think one has to be careful here because um, one one has to seek the ex- seek excellence. Uh, that's really important. So for for those uh, learners at school who are um, who are interested in science and technology and maths. They should be encouraged to to seek the, the you know the good results in those fields. I think that we, what we what we don't want is is a general dropping of standards. So we want we want the, the high school students to to be pursuing maths at the higher levels, because if you're going to do engineering, mathematics is the language of engineering. But uh, equally, you know, not everybody is is inclined that way. So what we really need is a, is, a, is a diversity of of um, of, of abilities. Uh, but certainly from from the science and the technology point of view, uh, if you are interested in engineering, it's critical that you that you go after good marks in maths and science and even in the communication subjects like English, Afrikaans or uh, home languages, indigenous languages. Those things are important. So communicating ideas is very important. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, for, for things like rocketry and, and engineering, it is definitely science and mathematics, the STEM subjects that are critical. And, and, and how do we ensure, on the basis that we should accept that the STEM is critical, how, how, how do we ensure that that pipeline is steady, is growing, 
and is impactful, impactful in the sense that it's contributing both in basic education spaces, is contributing in higher spaces of learning, as is the instance now, and more importantly, then becomes a vital cog, if you like, in the arrangement of public and private life, not just for commerce, but for the facilitation of research, particularly at institutions like yourself, but then that government programs can run that much more efficiently and therefore stake a claim for South Africa among the nations of the world. If New Zealand can do it, you ask the question, why not South Africa? Well, why not South Africa? What stands in the way of that? Yeah, well, we we ask that same question, and that's why we we offer a talent pipeline program in mechanical engineering at TKZM. It's precisely because we realise that if we're going to do these these things, and and they're they're challenging, we have to have a pool of people who can who can undertake the work. So we 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 actually do have a talent pipeline program funded by DSI. And we expose those students in the undergraduate program, mechanical engineering is a four-year program, and they come into that program, and in their final year, we have a significant number of those students who get exposed to projects in uh, rocketry and rocket science. And once they finish that, uh, a number of those students will stay on, and they will move into the postgraduate program. So I think the answer to your question is that these programs are not standalone. They have to, they have to reach out of the immediate present and they have to go further down the line. So, for example, uh, when we, we are, we're a four-year program at, in, in, in mechanical engineering at UKZN, it's a BSc Eng, uh, and, and that's the same at most universities in South Africa, a bachelor's degree in engineering is a four-year program, but you can't wait until the student is just mm. in final year. You have to go down into the second and the third year, and you have to find the students who are interested. And again, it's not everybody who's interested. Uh, I, you know, one has to be careful about that. Uh, rocketry and uh, rocket engineering, propulsion engineering is a very specific field, mm. as it is for any field, whether it's energy, renewable energy, whether it's automotive sciences, electric vehicles, AI, it doesn't matter. Uh, in, in every case, what we have to do is we have to create uh, a continuous um, kind of pipeline of interest going all the way back into school. So, so one of the things that we do at UKZN is we do a fair amount of outreach we go into mm, schools. Important. We, we, we've gone into KZN schools in outlying areas. We take uh, material in home language. So we go and talk about rockets in Isuzulu in areas of rural KZN. And all of this is reaching back into the pipeline. I think I think actually the, the critical point here is that if you want to create that pool of talent, you have to go right back into junior school. And, and that seems like a long way back, but that's where you start. And you need competent teachers teaching the subject with passion and wisdom and experience. And if you do that, uh, you know, you don't need uh, a million people doing that. You just need a, a, a sizable number of, of interested uh, school kids who, are, who want to get into that field, give them the opportunity. Sure. And great things can come from that. And our program, I think, is, is a testament to that. Very well done is all I can say. And this is a very good story. It's a positive story. And... It really does speak to the best among us, the best of us, and certainly is consistent with the aspirations of the nation that we are. I certainly do hope at some point you will have a conversation, if you're talking biotechnology, with a guy by the name of Patrick Shunsiong, born in Port Elizabeth, based in California, billionaire in medical devices technology, and he was part of the presidential thing that took place in BioVac in Cape Town not so long ago. Also, dare I say, Elon Musk. You may respond, final comment, 30 seconds, if that. 
Yeah, I think that we, we look to people like Elon Musk with admiration because they've done incredible things, but we shouldn't be stopped in our activity. We need to move forward. We can do it as a nation. We have the ability to create our own launch capability, and we're doing it now, and we just we just need to move forward with uh, with certainty and with, with passion in, the, in this field. Well, well, that's a better response than I anticipated. Professor Brooks, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. 2201.